Introducing the awardless winning podcast. It's the Intellectual Saviors with your hosts, the Pedo. My initial inclination was to just sit back and observe what it's like to die. <laughs> the Ginger Bear. Did you have to finish? She's got a fucking mouth of cum. And the Pivot Man. Take a backpack tour, start raping some goats. All right. God damn it, I just said something that's going to make the goddamn beginning. Fuck! Fuck! They haven't won any awards, but they've won your hearts. I think it's the ultimate mark of professionalism when you don't laugh at yourself during the <laughs> intro. Sorry. Raping goats. I've been, I've been just as guilty. You can go back and listen to some of those episodes. I was trying to find uh, I was trying to find another one for you, but I couldn't. So. You Which one's better than that one? That's true. That, that's that's the thing. I was trying to find something that would trump that, and there's really nothing. I'll think of something. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm sure there's something in there. <clears throat> we just don't have the time to go back and listen to ourselves. We're busy, man. Welcome, everybody, to the Intellectual Saviors. I hope you enjoyed that uh, cum-filled horror of an episode that we had last week. Oh, we're turning <laughs> off our women <laughs> <in> the audience. <laughs> there, there goes a couple. It could be a dude. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. Are you at... I'm looking at Boggs one. <laughs> I'm not going to say shit this time. <laughs> He's keeping his mouth shut. Try not to make the opening real. I was going to say, <laughs> we got a goatee man to saying something inappropriate. Uh, so, yeah, how's everybody's week? I'm kind of afraid to ask that after last week. Uh, I don't know. I mean, shitty. God oh, damn it. Boggs. Nah, mine, I mean, this is, you know. The weekend was okay. I didn't get a whole lot done. I mean, we didn't get the show done, that's for sure. Look, uh, look. Fucking Mondays. Look, I had to close all weekend. My apologies. That's why you guys are going to I mean, get unless you guys wanted to do the show at 3 in the fucking morning. No. I mean, it's whatever for me. But and I apologize. I mean, I wouldn't have cared, but. Yeah. I apologize because. because I know we got somebody whose bedtime is after Matlock, <laughs> so. <laughs> it's. <laughs> it's, well, it's not like that, but <laughs> but the problem is though because we're doing this uh, on a Monday afternoon, I can't you know drink and stuff. So it's probably I'm not I don't know I'm just not gonna have you know as so much fun with it this time. I'm just down, man. You it's Monday, baby. man. I'm just you poor thing. You know, Monday, it's like the worst day ever. I got something for you. I want the world to know that I have problems. It's all for you, man. It's all for you. That's a pick-me-up right there. <laughs> I feel better. Do you feel better? No. That's no. what I'm going to turn that into. Instead of a segment, it's just going to be a drop every time we start complaining about something really stupid. <laughs> it should have been played about 10 times every show. <laughs> right. Ridiculous. D- is, okay, so like, does divorce count as that? Oh. Um. Oh. Oh, no, boy. not really, because that actually is a problem. Okay. 
not a problem for me anymore. That that is a legitimate problem. <laughs> hey girls, guess who's gonna be single? Soon? And then again, it also depends on the situation because you know, like all three of us actually. Yeah, I was gonna say we both joined that club. <laughs> you live in the DFW area. You got sisters. Give us a jingle. You need to work out more, bro. Who me? Yeah, dude, I'm 40. I give up. It's cool. <laughs> Believe me, all the women my age have. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. Um, actually, no, that's wrong. Eh, not all of them. The, the divorced ones, they start working out, dude. That's that's true. They start getting their shit straight and yeah. start trying to hide those saggy boobs. Oh. <laughs> we just lost another listener. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. No, we love I mean, come on. It's gravity. It's just natural. It's going to happen. No, I do need to. I uh, knew that back when I was 10 watching the fucking National Geographic channel. I do need to the, like, work out a little. Exactly. Hmm. I want to get buff like Boggs. I'm not really sure I'm buff, but no, I you're, am working you're out not. Anymore. That's completely sarcastic. Do you go around to women and go, do you, can you tell me where the gym is? <laughs> no, I don't do that. Doing that flex thing where you're pointing while you're flexing. I'll go check it, it out. There. <laughs> See, but I'd good, like to hang out tomorrow, moments. but I'm supposed to hit the gym really hard. So, do you think maybe we could do it like Friday? Are you punching the gym? No. Mm. Okay. You know, I don't... Maybe punching a dude named Jim. I feel bad that okay. white people problems <laughs> in to cheer you up, dude. I, I got something I think will cheer you up. I think it's kind of fun. This is a <laughs> an event that occurred the other day. A uh, truck driver died after accidentally shooting off his penis. Um, old fucking Geronimo Narcisco had a... Uh, Ger- what? What? His name's fucking Geronimo Narcisco. Dude, I got to start seeing this shit because you're just making shit up at this point. No, nope. <laughs> a good porn name, though. <laughs> you can look it up on the Huffington Post. That's Geronimo. <laughs> he uh, was drinking That's with some buddies. Name, isn't it? He was drinking with some buddies, and he pulled his gun out and shot it in there a few times. And they're like, hey, whoa, motherfucker, put that away. So when he stuck it in his pants, he uh, shot his dick off, shot and, his bled dick off and bled out. And, uh, yeah, he didn't quite make it to the hospital. That, that, that is the worst way to die ever, I think. But the fun part of this story was the last line on it said that uh, accidental penis. <laughs> I fucking, <laughs> I saw this, and this is so stupid. It says... Accidental penis shooting accidents were reported in uh, Florida, Arizona, and Washington last year. So evidently, there's a rash of uh, penis <laughs> shootings. <laughs> I mean, holsters. I, I don't really know if this is a problem because most of these people are probably so. fanatical gun freaks that are irrational and don't really think straight. So to take away any uh, chance of them procreating is not necessarily a problem. It's evolution. Well, all you had to <laughs> yeah, it is. All you really had to do is the second line story where it says him and his friends were drinking, and then it's right there. It's like okay, case yeah, closed. Basically, but guns and guns and alcohol. That's like when we, you know, I had that story about North Carolina a week or two ago about them passing the law where now you're allowed to take uh, firearms into bars and on playgrounds and shit. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Good luck with that. There's gonna be a lot of penises getting shot off. <laughs> On playgrounds? <laughs> I don't, dude, I See, don't that's know. A, that's the sad thing about that law is you know what it's going to take for that to change? A kid's going to get shot. Oh, I think it's happened. Well, oh, with that law, yeah, it'll happen. It'll, Hell be a, it'll be on a playground, and he will be found, like, not guilty because he defended someone. Yeah, or he was standing his ground against the kid. This is my slide. Fuck that kid. <laughs> you like our sound effects? <laughs> Why did you shoot him six times? <laughs> he kept getting Stand up. Stand my ground. <laughs> Stand my ground, yeah. 
little fucker. I don't shoot to maim, I shoot to kill. Damn right, man. I have my legal right. Because if you, you turn up, if you fucking take them, oh no! If you take them out, then they can't testify against you. Ask uh, George Zimmerman. That's how it works. It's fucked up. It's true. Uh, all right, so we have a a fun little story here about a musician that's uh, oh suing boy. Hewlett Packard. Ooh. Uh, you guys know uh, the gentleman Ernest Evans. No, but I know he's, the importance of it. He's known professionally as uh, Chubby Checker. Yes. Huh. Came up with the do the twist. Come on, baby. You know that song, right, Bong? That's Twist and Shout. No, dude. No. It's and let's do, do the, the twist. twist. Yeah. It's not Twist and Shout. That's he a completely singing, different song. He was, singing, he was singing Twist and Shout. No, I didn't. I yeah, said, did. come on, baby. Let's do the twist. That's what they fucking, that's how it go, Holmes. Anyway. Oh, my God. This is, He didn't know Every Rose Has Its Thorn earlier. Michael so. already knows this, so I'm going to see if uh, you can guess. you off. I like it. <laughs> so he is suing Hewlett-Packard uh, because uh, they're using his trademark name, Chubby Checker, on a software app. Do you know what the app is? Or what the app does? Checks for your boners. Pretty much. It uh, purports to measure a man's genitals. <laughs> it's the chubby checker. It's the chubby checker. <laughs> That's awesome. And he's suing them. Yep, for the and right he's suing them. That's awesome. I think, um, he's, he's got I think he just taste. wanted to have his name out there attached to that product. And he's like, hey, <laughs> you took my name. But now everybody knows my name. So just settle out of court and go on about your day. That's pretty much what it is. He just wants his, you know, his take from it. He, yeah, he's protecting his name. I right. do like that, though. That's a great app. <laughs> go home and Not if you have it. a small peni, then you're you don't like well, that app at all. Hey man, then you know, right? Not only that, but oh, does okay. it does it does it like critically mock you after it's done? That's, I have that would be the best. It's I haven't. Like, seen oh my it. god! I haven't seen it, so I don't really know like how exactly the app is supposed to measure no your penis. You take a picture of but, it, but like I, I, it's called a ruler, by the way. Well, here's my thing. Like most, mm-hmm. <laughs> here's your thing. most cell phone <laughs> screens are really not that big. So if you're able to measure your penis on the screen camera, yeah, you, you got can just you got problems. I was gonna say, dude. unless of course you're a, a grower, not a hanger, right? Or neither. Is that what you are? You right in the middle? Mm. Or are you're you a hang grower? Poor man. You're two inches of greatness, and you just get hard. <laughs> <laughs> you don't grow. Are at you all. talking about after you get hard? Or? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, what would you be if you got soft? Like a half inch? Fucking, let's like a, what does they say? Like a peanut down there. And then <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's... A clitoris. I don't have, yeah, I don't have that. I mean, I'm not that bad off. I don't have that kind of problem. <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably, I don't think I'd want to try the chubby checker if it mocked you afterwards. Uh, it might that would s- be the best <laughs> shit ever. That would be pretty fucking funny. I don't know if I w- I don't need that right now. It should mock you either direction. If you're too big, it's like good luck getting a girl to put this in there, and then on the other end of the spectrum, it should just be like I've eaten peanuts bigger than that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can fucking understand. Snail that. dicks are harder or bigger than yours. Wow, my God. Mm. Oh, I saw something. I was telling Eric about this. You put that uh, post on our, well, not on ours, but on Facebook about the uh, cameras. And Eric said that he brought it before, and I totally forgot because I forget the shit we talk about on the show. Yeah. About taking pictures on your cell phone, and it, like, you know, it encodes the GPS of where you are at that time. So if you're putting pictures on your Facebook of your kids, you know, anybody can go on there and download a simple program and then click on that picture, and they can find out exactly where your house is and then, you know, come and do stuff and things. Um, 
I saw one. I was telling Erica. I think it's it's like the upgraded version of that, where there's a parents in um, Houston, well Mark and Lauren Gilbert, and they uh, heard disturbing and disgusting noises coming from their uh, baby monitor in their child's room. Uh, the Texas father said he recounted the moment uh, Sicko set on terrorizing his two-year-old and allegedly hacked into the video baby monitor that watches her sleep, and he would call her like obscene names and talk to her. <laughs> and I guess that what they found out was uh, him and his wife, they had just put their daughter, uh, Allison, to bed, and they said they heard a, the voice coming from her room, and they went in there to check it out. And, you know, they walk in the door, and there's no one in there, and then they hear this voice say, Wake up, Allison, you little slut. And uh, Mr. Gilbert recalled that he and his wife, uh, you know, st- were looking around the room and he finally saw it, the camera moving that they have like on her, I guess. You know, everybody does that now. They want to keep track of their fucking kids and stuff. Right. And he saw he said he saw the camera moving around. So he went and, you know, yanked it out of the wall and everything. And the thing that I thought was pretty funny is he said that, you know, before he could get out of the wall and stuff, like I guess the guy saw him coming at the camera. That was on the other end, and he started calling him a fucking moron, and he was calling his wife a bitch and all this stuff. Wow. <laughs> and so he said he yanked it out. He said, at, um, at that point, I ran over and disconnected and tried to figure out what the hell happened. Uh, I couldn't see the guy. Uh, all you could do is hear his voice and that he was controlling the camera. He said after the attack, you know, they haven't plugged the camera in yet. But they were talking about in the story that p- this is a thing now that people could get into these like web cameras and stuff. And, you know, take control of them and just watch you anywhere you want. So if anybody's got a web camera out there and stuff, let me know because I'm going to experiment and see if I can do this. <laughs> but this is the most <sighs> fucked up part of this story. God. Listen to this. He said, fortunately for the daughter's sake, Allison couldn't hear what had been going on. This is so fucked up, dude. He said, because Allison is deaf, Mr. Gilbert revealed, saying that in this instance, it was somewhat of a blessing. Yeah. It's a blessing that she, as a two-year-old girl, didn't hear the guy telling her, calling her slut and stuff, that she would never remember two months from now. It's better that she's deaf, so she couldn't hear. That's a blessing. <laughs> the fucking idiot. <laughs> I, I don't know. You know what? In the end, I'm glad my daughter's deaf. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, at least she I'm didn't I'm glad hear. she'll never get to hear anything like I the mean, wonders of music. Yeah, she didn't hear that guy calling her mom a bitch, so whew, thank God for that. <laughs> Lucky there. Because she never would have gotten over that. No. Scarred for life. <laughs> so anyway, so watch out if you get those webcams set up in your house. You, uh, you'd you mentioned that this was supposed to make me feel better. Well, you have one of those set up? Okay, I got one. Okay. I got one for you. This one actually might make you feel a little bit better. So you know that in Seattle, they've uh, legalized marijuana, right? I did not know that. And that's neat. How did you not know that? We Dude, talked about it on the show. Washington Dude, I don't remember shit. Yeah, Washington. Oh, my God. Wow. In Colorado, remember? Colorado, I do remember Colorado. Washington did I, too. Okay, cool. I'm caught up now. Okay. <laughs> so they're <laughs> so having good. their annual uh, Hemp Fest, oh, yes. uh, which kicks oh. off. Oh, I've already seen this. Go oh, ahead. Damn it. The listeners need to know. Um, so. Is this the bag of Doritos? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> All right, fuck it. Then I'm not selling the listeners. Right the listeners need no, to know. No, no, fuck you. <laughs> hey. Just, You're like, I, go ahead. Bag of Doritos? Sorry, it's terrible. Well, they don't know what the package says. All right, so, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Um, Next story. Did you see the police officer pull over the guy? No. Okay. I'm not going to tell you anymore. (laughs) Google it. Yeah. Google it. Just type in marijuana Seattle. But essentially, 
uh, the Seattle police at the festival, they're handing out uh, over a thousand bags of Doritos uh, during the three-day bash. Um, and they're directing people towards their department's online uh, primer called Mary Jo What Now? <laughs> Where it, <laughs> My have Where it explains the, uh, the legalization of marijuana because uh, apparently you can't possess more than an ounce. You can't smoke it in public and you can't drive under the influence or sell it without a license. So they're All trying fine. to inform by enticing them with bags of Doritos. Which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though isn't that way better than the story I'm about to tell you I got a haircut today and the person who is cutting my hair her brother is in prison right now for marijuana possession charges now he was kind of dumb because all they were going to do is ticket him yeah and he never paid the ticket so the what is actually him not paying the ticket oh man that, yeah that is kind of stupid it is dumb but uh, ridiculous I don't know how long he's in prison I mean it's stupid that he's got the citation to begin with but mm-hmm. yeah but then you did it's really fucking stupid that yeah yep. just take care of business if you're going to do that but um. Yeah, so I just thought to myself, because she was like, yeah, he's really smart, he's really good with math, he wants to be a chef like my dad. And I was like, hmm, we just uh, just ruined that guy's life. Yep. <laughs> like, especially if he's going to prison, prison, That that's, he's just going to be a different person when he gets out. Yeah, he'll and be we fine. are doing that to so many people. No, not that many, just a couple hundred thousand a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that much. <laughs> So uh, sticking on the stereo, the stereotype of uh, marijuana users and um, pot uh, here in uh, the DFW area in Arlington, in South Arlington specifically, there's a uh, group of individuals that have a small organic farm um, and police raided the property uh, claiming that they had evidence that there was uh, marijuana being grown on the premise. Um, so they ransacked the place, destroyed their, uh, little farm and all that stuff, found zero marijuana, not in the house, not on anybody, not growing anywhere, nothing. Um, and essentially what they claimed was the marijuana plants turned out to be, uh, tomatoes that they were growing. Smoke them up, got them. <laughs> Um, and Arlington police uh, refuse to apologize or admit any fault or compensate them for the damages. Never do. Claiming that they had uh, eyewitness accounts and people saying that they had seen the plants and whatever. So, yeah, if, if you are uh, an organic farmer, well, watch out because the cops are coming after you because apparently you're a, uh, a liberal pot-smoking uh, hippie. Yeah, I can see how you could... Confused marijuana plants and tomato plants. <laughs> <laughs> I have tomato plants and no. Not, not so much. no I mean, that's fucking no ridiculous. That. Like, are you serious? We're that hardcore about marijuana where we had to raid people's fucking farms because they live differently than other people do? Amen. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That, that's how fucking dangerous those people are. I'm pretty uh, sure that yeah. they were causing a ruckus there in Arlington and like tearing shit up, I bet. This is the problem with the drugs fuck? being illegal. <laughs> we're we're criminalizing stuff that doesn't need to be criminalized. Or are we? Or are we? A couple hundred thousand people a year out on the streets, free, not doing any harm. No big deal. Hell, we're even going after people that don't have anything. I know. <laughs> Fucking well, to tomato fair, plants. To be fair, <laughs> like if they have a warrant or some sort of suspicion sure go but damn why ransack it because they're they gotta find it they're hiding it somewhere i know they are mm-hmm. 
Huh. Look at them. They live differently than us. They got to be fucking hippies smoking that weed. I bet they voted for Obama, too. That's their fault. If they lived in Washington, then the cops would have showed up with Doritos instead of... <laughs> uh, they, you, and that's yeah. actually a really great point to, to illustrate so how fault. differently police departments are approaching people based on just what's legal. Well, I mean, I hmm. guess if you treat people like people, it you might actually get a positive response. Yeah, like how about Maybe. respectfully searching their property? I don't know. That'd be nice. But treating them automatically like criminals, even though you're innocent before guilty, right? That's what I thought. You're treated like a criminal before proven in a lot of instances. And you can go to YouTube and find a lot of uh, videos of cops acting like that to a lot of people all over the country. And I mean, I get it. Their job can be difficult and they get a lot of bullshit and a lot of flack and they probably have a lot of pressure uh, from their commanding officers, even though this never happens, but to meet quotas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a load of shit because I do know people in police departments and they have told me that, yeah, yeah they fucking talk about quotas all the time. <laughs> yep. Yeah, man, you got to make that money for the city. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a giant racket and uh, it goes deeper and it's, they're just the, uh, the force behind it, but it goes into statism and the whole, the whole idea behind it. You know, we, uh, I know recently we did shows on like uh, NSA and stuff. We talked about that kind of crap. And I know in the past, um, Eric said some positive comments about Google. So I kind of want to shit on Google now. That's fair. That's fine. <laughs> no, no. Um, I never said they were perfect. I know. Um, recently, uh, according to uh, Consumer Watchdog, they're an advocacy group. There's uh, filings from Google that came out that said that uh, people should have no reasonable expectation that their emails are confidential. Um, they're having to, they put out this brief because of the whole NSA thing and their role in it, along with a lot of these other social media groups. In the motion to dismiss the case, uh, Google said that people are making an attempt to criminalize ordinary business practices that have been a part of Google's uh, service since its introduction. I think it's pretty funny. They go on to say that, uh, this is from Google, just as a sender of a letter to a business colleague cannot be surprised that a recipient's assistant opens a letter, people who use web-based email today can't be surprised if their communications are processed by the recipient's ECS, which is the Electronic Communication Service, uh, provided in the course of delivery. So the guy for um, Consumer Watchdog said that uh, Google has finally admitted that they don't respect privacy. He said people should take them at their word. If you uh, care about your email course, uh, correspondence, then uh, you should not use uh, Gmail. And I just wanted to follow that up with saying if uh, anybody's got any um, suggestions for the show, be sure to email us at uh, intelsavers at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> be sure to follow us on the Twitter at the Intel Savers. Well, that's a little deceptive because they're not necessarily saying that they don't give a fuck. They're just saying, look, you can't expect it to be private because we cannot stop them from fucking getting that information. And because they have ways to circumvent their servers and find your emails. And with the wonderful Patriot Act and some of these other wonderful laws that are out there where the government can pretty much do whatever the fuck they want, yeah, really they don't have to ask Google for shit. Shut they just go in there and take it. And then when Google says, what the fuck, they go, hey, here's, your twins with here's this law that we have where uh, we can just awesome. fuck you in the ass if you try and go after us. So Google's essentially saying, look, don't expect it to be 100% secure because it can't be. That's all, that's all they're saying. I know. 
I've never been more serious about that this entire time we've ever had this show going on. So I think that that's a little uh, <laughs> disingenuous of that consumer watchdog. I'm just saying, group. man. They just basically said, fuck you. You got Gmail? Fuck it. We don't care. Shit's going to get taken. That's not what they're saying. I think that's exactly what it said. I think that's exactly what the quote said. Do you fuck understand, you. <laughs> do you understand how... I know, dude. I'm just kidding. I just wanted to fucking go to that just because that dude said at the end because of their statement not to use Gmail. The so that's what we use. That does bring up a point about Consumer Watchdog. The logistics of having to encrypt every Seriously, single email is... That, that would take so fucking long. Especially shaved girls. And if they were, and because of the massive amount of people that use <laughs> Gmail, they, it essentially would be a paid service at that point. Please turn that shit first. I do want to say, um, I want to give a shout out to Danny, who had sent us an email on Gmail. And I'm sure the feds have read it by now, but <laughs> I want to give Danny a shout out. I don't, I don't think we're important enough for the feds to be fucking watching us That's yet. That's it? You just wanted to say hi? Yeah, man. Okay. I, what was I'm, the email? Well, I'm assuming it's a girl because it was Danny with an I, and she said she wanted, like I said, she, because we, I said I'd get you to play a song dedicated to her, and then she said something about fucking, like, Puff Daddy and some other shit, and I was like, that's got to be a girl. It's crap. I'm not playing Puff Daddy. Sorry. J- Justin Bieber. No. <laughs> I don't think she said Justin Bieber. <laughs> she did. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say in the email, really? I don't read that. I story. don't know. She just said that you're the greatest of all time, like all the fucking girls do. Wow. They all love Boggs, man. man. We tell you this all the time. I don't know about time. the greatest of all time, but I, I don't think that was that. in there either. It wasn't. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever fucking says that. Wow. No, I think she did say that, what, she liked her, her your voice, Yeah. I think. Oh, cool. Something like that. Oh, yeah. That you're talented. Plays guitar. And then she asked us talk about like picking up dudes or something yeah which I, we <laughs> me and eric told her that that's why we have you on the show <laughs> we're like we'll talk to bogs because we have no experience in that <laughs> <laughs> yes why is that a running joke with you two I don't, <laughs> I don't know why is it a running joke between you two to piss me off dude mm, what are you I talking about? about outward experience with that that's pretty damn hilarious when, you go, when you go on your ginger rages it's pretty damn funny Okay. I thought I had you going here just a second ago and I ruined the Dorito bags. I thought you were going to go off on a ginger rant. Yeah, pissed off Eric is fun, Eric. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. For radio purposes or podcast purposes. Plus, Eric, you can't really get mad at us that much because there was that one time we told Michael he couldn't sing and he just got like livid pissed. And in the middle of him getting livid pissed. That's not why I got we're mad. Rolling, we're rolling on the fucking table. Can't, can't I didn't it. get mad because of that. I know this. That's not like you're telling me information I don't know. It's just... Fucking, I'm not even going to go into it. Fuck it. It's just <laughs> stupid. That's not exactly, that's not why I got mad, though. And I know it. I can prove it because I have it on audio somewhere. Actually, I think it might be on my recorder. That It Eric, is on your recorder. It will never fucking get me back. He's been fucking hogging it for two months. Talking to Eric or me because I don't have it. We're going to make a, um, a bar run one time and do some questions and stuff. Yeah, that'll never happen. But anyway. Did you want to uh, do the story about the Tennessee thing? Oh, yeah. You'll you'll like this one. I thought you were going to cover it, but I can pull it up real quick. Um, So a a Tennessee judge, uh, what the fuck is her name? Waiting for the website to load. Oh, my God. My apologies. It's Luann Blue. Luann Blue. B-L-E-W? Luann. No, it's like ball E-W. Like ball ooh. But I'm saying Baloo because I'm imagining it's pronounced Baloo. So it's B-A-L-E-W? B-A-L-L-E-W. No one gives a shit. 
Luann. Okay. So she is, um, she ordered parents of a seventh month old to change its name from Messiah to Martin, saying that the only true Messiah is Jesus Christ. (laughs) That is right. (laughs) She's ordering people to change their kid's name because that has no legal ground at all <laughs> messiah that, that will get jesus christ appealed and overturned real fast oh of course not it's tennessee <laughs> so it's kind of funny like her parents were fighting over it in court to give it like to figure out what the last name was supposed to be so they go before this judge and all she's supposed to do is side with one of them. okay we're going to give it this this parent's last name or this parent's last name and the judge saw that the first name of the kid was messiah is like I think I'll change that one <laughs> instead. It's like, God damn it, man. Did that did that pass? That will get overturned. It will, yeah. I mean, they had to change it. I I can't remember what she changed. She basically changed its name to like both the parents' names or like the first t- two names or something. Or like they, she gave it one of the last names and the Morton is like the actual last name of the other parent or something. Hmm. I don't know. It's But I like how she tried to backtrack because um, uh, she said that um, – it could put him at odds with a lot of people. And at this point, he had no choice in what his name is. Mm-hmm. So even though she said that it's the only one true Messiah is Jesus Christ, she's like backtracking. I mean, no, 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 no. It could it can put him at odds with people. It can make his life a little difficult. Yeah. And not only that, but she claims that the word Messiah is a title, not a name. True that. And uh, so was Smithy. It is a title that has only been earned by one person. And that one person is Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> no one else has been a Messiah before? Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> there were no other Messiahs around that time walking around trying to trick people into following them. That never fucking happened, right? Well, there's no really historical, <laughs> you know, anything that shows that Jesus won them. But I'm saying in, in history, there are thousands of quote-unquote messiahs yeah <laughs> the i told eric the thing i saw in that story that kind of was like made me do the double take was that messiah is the number is number four among the fastest rising baby names according to the, the uh, social security administration last year nice I, i'm like Ugh. i'm just so fucking i hate everybody so much dude name your fucking kid messiah I mean, but I guess that's fair because all the Hispanics keep naming their kid Jesus all the time. So that is true, I guess. That's a joke because they, but they, but they, it's Jesus. It's not whatever. But I just, you know, Jorge, fuck it, I quit. He quit. Eric, you can finally go a show without having weird references <laughs> to. Okay, so in <laughs> Missouri. I like how he ignored that. Uh, there Just was a going. rodeo clown that's been banned from performing. Do you want to know why? He raped a horse. Whoa. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry, he raped a bull? This isn't Florida. <laughs> it's Missouri. <laughs> I mean, close. But uh, He raped another no. rodeo clown. Oh no. My God. Um, not not close to the act, but it's close oh, okay. to like you know the mentality of Florida. Um, uh, man, let me think, let me think, let me think. He raped... <laughs> why, why is it gonna be rape? Well, yeah, why is it always rape? <laughs> so is it just <laughs> rape? Um, he wore a mask of President Obama and tried to get run over by a bull. Hmm. 
Um, he has been permanently banned as a roadie clown from participating or performing. Um, the announcer apparently also was, uh, was he banned or was he fined or what? I think they let him go too. Uh, but the announcer wanted to know if anybody would like to see Obama run down by a bull and the crowd went wild. It's in a very conservative part of um, Missouri. He asked again and again and each time the crowd got louder and louder. Mm-hmm. Um, and he whipped the audience into a lather, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Which is hot in porn, but not in rodeo. I mean, I guess it's a company <laughs> policy, and the company doesn't want to appear to be racist in any way. So I'm sure that's just good for the company. But Dude, it's bull riding shit. There's no black people there. They're smarter than that. They're not going to go see that shit. Well, more than that, none of this really seems... I don't want to say bad. Bad's not really the right word. It just doesn't seem, you know, warranting legal action, but I certainly think it's a black mark on your company. Well, it was at like a state fair thing or something, and it's like run by the county. I think it, that's all it came down to. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, you know me, I'm the fucking lib, but I, well, to me, I didn't really care so much. I'm just like, eh, it's a bunch of fucking rednecks showing their ass. I mean, it's, whatever. It's, what it comes down to is that it's a, it's, entertainment that's supposed to be neutral as far as that goes yeah like do they have the right to do that i mean if they really wanted to yeah absolutely but i mean it's the same thing just as like uh, some sports team decided to uh back you know a certain political party or whatever you're gonna lose a chunk of your fans because mm-hmm. i mean even though like the sport of rodeo is predominantly probably you know conservative white yeah but i'm pretty sure that they do have liberal fans i'm pretty sure they do oh yeah so you're gonna lose that chunk of the market and to them you know it all boils down to money it has nothing to do with it and the association even said that the sport of rodeo is not meant to be a political platform um and dealing with the situation firmly and quickly um it shows that this type of behavior is not tolerated so they're essentially saying, look, fine. we're we're neutral. We're not trying to do that. You know, so this is just a saying, you know, we don't accept it. And I'm pretty sure if it went the other way around, you know, it would be the same result. Yeah, I think the only reason some like left wingers got upset about it is because like the mask was like, you know, had real big lips and stuff like it was, you know, kind of minstrel show kind of thing, you know, with the black, like almost like blackface shit, you know, you'd see back in the, you know, 40s well, or 30s. Most I political think masks that you find, they're kind of caricatures. Yeah, so. and, and I mean, that's what it was, you know, and I think, you know, with the announcer kind of egging on people and saying some of the shit he did, and I think that's all it was. But like I said, I could give less than two shits, but you know what? They they didn't get permission. They went out there and they did something that offended people and they fucking lost their jobs. Tough shit. Fuck them. I mean, that's all there is to it. It's no big case. It's been a big thing on the news. Well, man, I think these talk shows. I think probably the big, the bigger thing is probably the way that they worked up the crowd. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that's what offended people. Because it more. wasn't just like put them out there and it's like, oh, ha, 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 ha. It's <laughs> kind of funny stuff. It's like, hey, everybody, get mad. Get angrier. Get angrier. Let's start a fucking riot. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like they're burning crosses in the middle of the arena or anything, so. Would that be bad? Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to double check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would be bad, yeah. You got anything else over there, son? I got shit. I got shit, too. It's the dick of the week. All right. This is quick, because I don't really want to do a long one this week. BP 
the uh, infamous God. BP who spilled fucking uh, millions of gallons of fucking oil and destroyed the fucking Gulf and the ecosystem for fucking hundreds of years to come, filed a lawsuit against the United States government, I guess past week, because the government had been banning it from certain federal contracts ever since the Deepwater Horizon uh, disaster. So they filed the court here in Texas. Yeah, go Texas. I mean, this is probably the best place. They're going to get the you know the justice system is going to be more on their side here. But they said because of the ban by the uh, the EPA, it locked out new business with the government, and they surpassed the agency's authority. And they can basically said, well, this is an abuse of power. What you're doing to us. So they turn around and now, after they ruined our fucking the whole Gulf, now they're going to sue the government because they're not getting their big sweetheart deal government contracts, and they think that they're entitled to them. I just think the fact that they're turning around and suing the government, which is going to cost fuck? taxpayer money. You know what's great about that? <laughs> Two things. One, what the balls when they I got, say man. you can abuse your power by doing this, uh, the government can just say, no, we're not going to get sued. You can't sue them legally. Yeah, I don't think they're going to They have win. to choose to be sued. Secondly, um, they're not entitled to shit. I know. But I do think that that, uh, that that definitely explains to me their propaganda they've been running on Facebook. We're like, join the conversation, yes. the BP bubble, because they want a really big public support before they try to do anything We've like this. We've spent $2 billion last year to build the you know, fucking Gulf Coast back up. Blah, blah, blah. They're, they're so fucking awesome. <laughs> Fuck See, the thing is, is, the public Those view the the public view will turn into this. Well, they fucked up, but they're trying to make it better. Yeah. And they support teams. jobs. To which I would say, yeah, but... They took huge risks that they didn't have to do and ignored safety hazards. And then lied about it. Well, and, and they they destroyed an entire ecosystem. And I'm sorry, but you don't get to make that up. Yeah, and it's not like, oh, well, you guys should just start handing over those contracts and allow us to drill anywhere we want to get. No, the government has the say. If they don't want to do it, they don't have to do it. You had your chance. You fucked up. That's why I think it's funny whenever anybody is... They're they're so hyped up about a company, or they're they back them so loyally. When ultimately you, you have to realize that if it's a big corporation, they're only in it for the money, mm-hmm. plain and simple. They really do not give a shit. Nope. Uh, BP is a great example. Uh, Walmart obviously is a great example. Emron. <laughs> uh, um, yep. And, I mean, there's just a laundry list, and you can pretty much name any single one. I mean, look at McDonald's. They're, they really don't give a shit about their consumers, their consumers' health, or any of that. Um, they masquerade now because it's, like, the, the uh, fashionable thing to do to try and be healthier. So they have, like, their little wraps and all their other little things, and now they put the, the calories on the menu. But that's not necessarily for the benefit of the guest. It's to make their image look better. That's it. That's all it is for. It's not meant to serve you to uh, try and guide you towards a healthier option. It's just because they want to look pretty. That's it. It's how do people feel about their brand and their image. As long as they feel good, they don't care what it is. Yeah, I'm loving it. (laughs) Because they just want money. Shit. You know, it's just like uh, Walmart with their ads talking about how they uh, uh, hire the most vets out of any company. Well, yeah, that that sounds great. But when you look on, uh, below the surface and you realize, oh, the only reason they do that is because they get a tax credit for every single one that they hire. 
Oh, okay. More than that, so it's a backhanded deal. <laughs> they're really cheap labor. Yeah, and they're cheap. So it's no. You, when they're like, we hire more vets, you're like, great, more vets don't have retirement benefits. Yeah, you, you're not hiring them because you actually want to. It's because you get stuff for it. <laughs> and then on top of that, you get to make a nice little ad that yep. makes you look pretty. Like, seriously, go fuck yourselves. They're all for have money. Have you guys ever gone into Walmart at like 3 in the morning to get something before? Um, unfortunately, yeah, I have. Have you ever noticed that there are any time that the greeters are there, typically they're like deformed or they have a missing arm or oh something like that? Oh my god, dude! Uh, like the one in Saginaw. I, I, here and there. <sighs> when I when I shopped at Walmart back in the day, if I went in at like four or five in the afternoon, it was a vet. If I went in in the morning time, it was like some black lady that was there, mm. and she was kind of old too. I th- I'm, she wasn't a vet, obviously, but she was probably. Oh, how do you know she wasn't a vet? Sixty or seventy. Yeah, yeah she could have served in uh, like Vietnam or something, dude. You don't know that. What about the first did Gulf women, War? Did women serve in Vietnam? Don't worry about that. Just, <laughs> just fucking go with me. I'm sure they served in the military. I just just go with me on that. Like inv- I know they didn't serve infantry. They didn't put them on the front lines because that's a recent God development. damn it, man. Anyway. I thought I had him on When that I go one. in, anytime, <laughs> anytime after about 1 or 2 in the morning, though, that shift rotation, it's a bunch of people that are deformed. Like, they'll have a person that's missing an arm. There was one person that's, like, in a wheelchair that, uh, that's up there. And I was like, why can't you work the day shift? Do you really walk up to him and ask him that? Yeah, did you ask him? No, but did I you slap him in the face. Here, come on, retard! Why can't you work the day? Not, I'm not. I'm not downing him. I'm. Saying are, like are you saying that Walmart like put them in that position? That's kind of what I'm asking. You because they they saw the least amount of people and they thought it was bad for their image. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah. I don't know if that's that. that that might be a little bit of a stretch, but... I, I want to go to other Walmarts and just test that theory. Unless you actually knew. Or that hypothesis, rather. We're going to study this. We'll get back to you on it. What if that's true? What if you walk into, like, every Walmart at, like, 3 in the morning? I try to avoid Walmart, so I'm not going to be part of that. Try and avoid it like the plague. I had a friend tell me yep. never buy food from Walmart at all. I was like, you mean, like, anything? I'm like, yeah, they don't, they don't, like, temperature control any of their food. Like, any of it. You know how, like, on those boxes, it says, like, maintain temperature, like, room temperature? Yeah. Yeah, they, they don't. They don't do that. Put your mouth on the microphone. I'm not putting my bitch. fucking mic on the wait. What? Fucking mouth on the yeah, who, whatever. Who? Doesn't matter. Yeah, don't buy Walmart He's food. The dick of the week. Just don't buy anything from Walmart. How about that? Well, there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you support China? Fucking commie. Walmart. Fucking commie lover. Like I walk into Walmart and I just instantly get depressed. <laughs> 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 like it's an immediate downer. Because I just look to the left, look to the right, and I go, oh, fucking Walmart. <laughs> it's so depressing. Do, do you think Walmart is like the amalgamated just image of America? I will say the the it's great people watch, though. Man, there's all kinds of crazy shit that you can find at Walmart, and it can kind of be really comical. Some of the conversations you hear and some of the interactions that you see, it can be pretty great. Especially if you're in the right part of the country no, like we are. Oh, man, there was one time uh, in Alabama we were going to the lake and we stopped at some random Walmart in some really hillbilly town. I don't think there was anybody in that Walmart that had all their teeth, not a single person. And if I didn't see more American flag (laughs) T-shirts and mullets and fat women wearing spandex. (laughs) Some kind of hot about a woman without any teeth. What are you talking about? You, oh, no, you had what? that whore that didn't have a tongue. Never mind. Yeah. 
All that. I'd rather. What? Yeah, no teeth is cool. No tongue, not cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, you might have not have been here. When yeah, told you, you weren't here for that that wonderful story. See if Boggs listen to the show. Yeah. No one else does. <laughs> we, at least we. You think <laughs> our own members would, for Christ's sake. Oh my God. So is it time to do this thing? Yeah, I suppose. We're gonna make it happen. I forgot. What are we doing again? Something with oh politics boy. or something. Something about the. All right, hold on, hold on. Before we start, two party system. Before we start, Boggs research. Oh no! Hell no! Damn! How, having said that, though, nobody has um, bet you. There was, I know, there was a uh, time when I looked up all this stuff for the show because we were doing stuff. I think it was when I brought up like, hey, here's the different, uh, the differences in political ideologies and such. Yeah. I had to look up two party system. Okay. Don't you fucking. Lie so to technically, us. yes, but no, I didn't. I didn't do that this week. Well, I think this is. I don't even know. It's the inequitous inact. Oh my what? god! I'm Who? turning into Shit, what bins. The, fuck just happened there? Uh, the failures of the two-party system. There we go. <laughs> there you go. Or something like, like that. I'm sure there'll be multiple tangents. On there is one, one success that I'll get to at the end of it. A success. So mm-hmm. obviously, we we live in a country where uh, we have a you know freedom and freedom of choice and stuff. Lots uh, of choice. Yet, in every election, and in even some, not in all elections you're essentially stuck with two choices because that oh. makes sense. Oh, shit. You know, the choices that you have when there's only two. Oh Do you God. want Pepsi or Coke? <laughs> I want Mountain Dew, bitch. No, you don't have that choice. You don't have it. You got Pepsi or Coke. That's it. Well, you have Sprite or Mountain Dew. No. You only have Pepsi or Coke. Or Dr. Pepper. <laughs> These are all missing. I think outside of the Dr. Pepper, by the way, all the products listed were products of Pepsi or Coke as a corporation. Uh, anyway, what the hell are we talking about again? I just fucking lost my train of thought. I think it was Pepsi or Coke. Oh, uh, I'll go with Coke. Okay. Oh, you ask me because I'm kind of thirsty. All right. Um, I choose neither. Yeah, I choose neither either. Show over. God damn it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, good night. Follow us on Facebook. <clears throat> I don't know. I I I kind of wanted to go from a little bit different angle. I just want to do more oh, opinion Jesus. bitching and complaining because Eric, you know, I wanted to take him off his topic. No, let Eric go. get his point. No, over I'm let, I'm just playing. I'm no, just no, playing. go ahead. No, go ahead. I really don't have go. shit. I want you to go. I already told you I don't have shit. Oh, okay. I guess we're done. We really are done. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, I kind of looked up some stuff. I thought it was funny, like with the whole two-party system, you know, I, I was reading some stuff on it where people are like, you know, the whole fort, you know, well, here's the, you know, if the great thing about having a two-party system is, you know, that, uh, you know, you have these two parties and then they'll get together and then they can work together and they'll solve all these problems. And what are you going to say? You're just looking at me crazy. All right. I don't know. I think... I think the thing about it... They certainly it, don't solve problems. No, it's they like, rarely do anything. It's exact opposite. I mean, there's such... More bickering and fighting. You know, like... Yep. There's a lot of countries like um, Canada, France, Germany. I mean, major countries. Ireland, Israel, Italy, Mexico. All have multi-party systems. So it's not like it doesn't work. Like, you can't have it. I think a lot of people are like, well, if you have multiple parties and stuff, it's not going to work because of the way our system is. Well, yeah, our system is set up to fail. I mean, ever since we got, like... You know, we we talked about this before on our election show about the lo- electoral college and stuff. There's certain things that are put in place, I think, that make it more of a 
it's kind of like, you know, it puts that disinterest in people, you know, where they just like, ah, oh, I just don't care. You know, you got the Republicans, you got Democrats. I don't really f- fit in either one of them. And then you look at like the primary system or something. Like if you're registered as a Democrat or Republican, that's all we've got. Then you can vote in those particular primaries. So if you're a conservative, you go vote in a Republican primary, you're going to have the most extreme, probably conservative candidate. Same thing on the left, you know, you go those people who go vote in those primaries. Then you got all those independents and middle people. They don't get a chance to participate in most states. I know some of them allow them to. They can cross over. You know, so they have no say whatsoever. So there's never a middle ground. You always have like an extreme on either side. And especially the way the politics, you know, like we talked about the money getting in politics. Now, the way it's set up, you know, it just funnels the most extreme on each side every time. And it just pits against each other. And I know we were talking about how, you know, little gets done at Congress. I think the approval rating right now is like fucking 14 percent, I think, is the last I saw. It might even be lower than this. It's like you can't. You can't get these people out of Congress. It's 14% approval rating. I guarantee when the midterms come up, 90% of those congressmen, like every time, will get reelected. You know, it's like, how can people be so against them and yet we can't get these people out of office? That's just because of the way the system's set up. You know, between gerrymandering, because you only have the two-party system. If you have a conservative area of the world, they're not going to vote for a liberal candidate. So if you have the conservative run every time, they're always going to keep putting them in there like, well, I don't want the liberal one. So we're going to keep voting this guy no matter how terrible he is. And in some cases, it's so to the extreme one one way or the other that the other party doesn't even try. And all you have is the one guy to vote for. They run uncontested. Happens a lot, actually. Especially at local offices. Yeah. And it's in fact, I was told in college when I went, uh, it was a like Texas government class. He was like, somebody out there, one of you needs to hear this because I'll change your life. And he was like, why don't you go run for an office? Because you might be the only one on the ballot. You vote for yourself and no one else votes and you literally vote yourself into office. And then when you try to apply for a job for like a company or something, you can say I managed a multi-million dollar deal for the city. Yeah, like that's on your resume now because you had to do it because that was your job when you got elected for this office. And there's all sorts of shit that you know you can get elected to for the uh, city councils or I think there's like a county uh, city uh, county office that you can apply to. You can go to anything in the judicial system. You can get elected to. There's a lot of small offices like that, and it shows you a big flaw that you can take advantage of as a person. Just anyone out there who wants to make a difference. And that's that uh, no one really gives a shit. No one wants to take time out of their busy work schedule to go vote. You could be the only one on the ballot. You could be the only one who votes for you. That's the thing. I think, and we talked about that before, about running, you know, how it all starts on the lower levels. You know, I think you could get third-party candidates and stuff maybe on a lower level and be able to pull shit off. But the way the system's set up at the top with the presidency, I know we've had third-party candidates like Perot who made a little bit of a dent, and there's been a couple other people in the past. But... For the most part, the way the electoral college is set up, this is and this is we talked about this before. I think you we've got to abolish the electoral college because talk about apathy. The two party system that causes nothing but apathy amongst voters. Like I said, you know, you have one side or the other, and all the middle ground people are like, "Fuck it, there's nobody for me." I think if we had like about a four party system, you know, you have your extreme left, you have like a moderate left, moderate right. People are like, "Oh, they wouldn't work together." I think they'd work together even better. I mean, you think about it. If you get a president like Obama's in now, you're getting nothing done. But, I mean, I think this is like the most do-nothing Congress we've ever had in history. I think they've proven that. I mean, because you've got 
a conservative base that owns that Congress and they have made up their minds. They're not going to do anything because there's only two parties. You, if you fucking don't go along those lines and you know, in your party, they're going to find someone more right wing, like on the Republican side. Well, if you don't go toe the line, then we'll go out and find another carrot that's more right to you. And then we'll back him in the primary to take you out. That's what they're doing now. It just keeps getting more and more extreme. But I think if you had like the four party system, you have like a left party, middle left and stuff. You could probably pull some of the moderate, like, right people in to get some stuff passed, you know, because they're not beholden to the two parties where they know that they're going to get that extreme, you know, on the outside run against them. Because an extreme would go to that other party, you know. You have your moderates. So it's like you got a Republican president. You got a Democratic Congress or a left-leaning Congress. You get the far right people. You get the moderate rights. You could probably pull some of the moderate left people in, you know, and get some stuff passed. Whereas now it's like nothing. It's just filibuster everything. I think they said that they had only passed like 15 or something pieces of legislation, you know, up through like the first six months of the year, which is like the lowest amount in, you know, decades that they've got through. I mean, this Congress is ridiculous because the way the system's set up, I mean, without the choice, it just allows these parties to keep getting more and more extreme. Well, I mean, even within the the system itself, you still have issues because... If you have somebody, you know, like uh, Ron Paul, if he, if somehow he won the presidential election, um, he's his ideas are so counterintuitive to what some Democrats want and then what Republicans want. He would be within the system, the most lame duck president ever. He would never be able to get anything done because he couldn't make anybody happy. And that's it's just fucking ridiculous how it's so one side or the other. And that's it. That's all you got. It's completely ineffective and i don't really understand why we have to have the party system at all because all they really do is try and serve their own interests and purposes and if you're not part of the majority's purpose then they put you on the back burner and you're you really don't get to do anything in the in the party and so you do have some you know people that flip-flop that go from republican to democrat democrat to republican and stuff like that to try and gain votes or trying to get in the office to where they want to be yep um but really, it's why, why can't it just be people, people and their ideas? Well, I think that would require research and study. Oh, no. How dare us actually that's care actually, about what happens? That's, that's literally the only thing I was going to say as a success for the two-party system is you have a set of ideologies that everyone knows about. Not and necessarily, because even within their system, they have different doesn't ideas. doesn't matter, because Republicans, you already know exactly how you're supposed to vote. You already know whether or not your religion follows them or not. You already know how to behave. You already know how to spend your money and how to spend other people's money. Republican is, doesn't have a fucking stranglehold on Christianity. There are plenty of Christians that are Democrats because I'm they actually care about uh, you know, the taking Bible care belt. of other people. In the Bible Belt, you're criticized in church. Believe me, I know because I was criticized. But here's the thing. There. Is that a result of the two-party system and the craziness between uh, the polarizing and division of America? I don't know if it's because of that, but I know that they go hand in hand. I can tell you what the situation is now, and that's bullshit. See, I think if we required people to think for themselves instead of uh, tagging something and then just automatically knowing what you're supposed to believe, mm -hmm. I think that would kind of force people into positions that they ordinarily wouldn't find themselves in. Yeah, but people don't like because to think. of the two-party system. And that's the benefit. Well, that's people the thing. Don't like you have to change the culture if you want to have change. There, there's no changing you, the system. The system I'm not is fucked. I'm telling you what I think is great. I just think that that's what people like about it. 
But are you saying like you think everybody should just be an individual? There shouldn't be any parties yeah. at all. See, I don't. I think the party system's good for that fact because if you have a bunch of individuals, I know they can run on certain platforms or whatever, and you can vote on them individually. But then when they get there and a certain bill comes up, because let's face it, during these elections, you don't know every aspect of what it, somebody believes in. They get up there and they may be kind of extreme on something that you're not aware of. But if they're in, and I, I think. The two-party system is bullshit. I mean, like I said, if there was about a four or five party that was kind of more across the spectrum, at least then you have the rest of those people in that party that can kind of reel that person in if they try and get a little bit too far extreme outside the lines on something. I think that's kind of good. They kind of have a block. And it works the opposite way because people want to do something, but then they have to take into consideration their party and the way their party is going to feel about it. So they're reserved and they hold back on certain things or they'll leave certain things out of bills because they know that their party doesn't want it and they don't want to look bad in front of their cronies yeah so they just try to uh, that could happen regardless though i mean you have a circle of people that i mean it does happen now it could happen with individuals not if you're an individual if you're an individual you have your own thoughts and then you can at least negotiate and talk but we're in this position now to where it's either you do this or we don't vote for it you know even if you're an individual they could still all say you do this or we don't vote for it and it's enough people where you're still swayed just because you're not a party doesn't mean you're not organized yeah, see, I do, I do think that there needs to be some type of organization within, especially when you start getting in the upper levels of where you're looking at your, not state level, but we're talking national level, like your representative, Senate, presidential. I mean, you can't just have a bunch of yahoos come out of the woodwork to run. I mean, it's good that they kind of have a system. You know, they have that, that state system. It's kind of like the minor leagues, and then they have the nationals, and you kind of have to prove yourself without the government. Like I said, I think it's good if you do have groups Prove of people. Prove yourself like, by lining your pockets by big corporations well, and doing whatever the fuck people want you to do because they know, give you money. But yeah, you, that's a good fucking system. No, no that's the problem. That's But that's what we were talking about last week with the capitalism, about all the influx of money and you know how these fuckers, half of them go now and they get into lobbying as soon as they get out. I mean, that's part of the problem. You want to take away the two-party system, open it up. We want to expand it. You know, get a good choice. You know, four or five parties have a multi-party system. Like I said, those other countries, most of those European countries, kind of run that now. And then take the the money out of politics, make it public funding. I mean, if you do those two things, I alone, think that'd be a start. Oh, I think that that'd be a start. I think that alone solves ninety percent of the problems. I mean, nah, I, I you think still have issues. I think you're always going to have issues. But I will think though, if you take the money aspect of that shit out and just take oh, that's away lobbyists, so much of it. Like they can focus on their job, which is how do I make the country better. Exactly. Uh, they'll find another way to line their pockets. They're Possibly. too cushy. Possibly. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny that everybody in America is always like anti-socialism and they don't like the way that uh, uh, those governments run because they're obviously going to fail. But we built just as big a bureaucracy as any other socialistic country that's ever been. And that was like the whole point of the downfall is this giant bureaucracy just like took shit from people. Hmm. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the, I've said this before, so you I'll just repeat it yourself. so Michael can uh, get this point. I'm simple-minded. Every living thing on this planet that's ever been has one thing in common, and that's that it's They have competed. a soul that the Lord gave them. It's competed. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even true for the Bible. It's competed for resources. I make shit things. up like Christians. Clearly. And... In socialism, because those aspects, especially communism, are taken away, since you don't have to compete over resources, they're all mm. divided evenly, the competition doesn't happen at a resource level anymore. It happens at the bureaucracy, because if you're in the bureaucracy, you control where they go. So that's why a lot of those uh, countries fail, inevitably, 
It's not because, you know, so many people say, like, incentives. The farmers don't have incentives anymore because they got to, like, just grow this. Like, no, they don't, dude. They have, like, people still have to eat. Like, your consumption is not different. So that doesn't matter. What matters is that they collapse themselves over that. They're not a very good system. And look what we're doing. The same thing. Look how giant our bureaucracies are getting. Absolutely. And a lot of that is a two-party system. It's a good point you make, son. It's just a point. Like, the, the problem we have now is, like, it doesn't matter about issues. Issues don't mean shit. And that's my point when I was saying this is a benefit. I don't know if you caught that. That was backhanded. That was a slap in the face to people who don't think for themselves and don't yeah. think about issues. Anytime that you have an issue, like, let's talk about abortion. Like, that's not a clear-cut and dried answer thing. I can't just, like, tell you I'm for it and not explain myself or I'm against it and not explain you know, how I feel or how I, I think about that. And when you talk to somebody and you see an R next to their name, you can tell how they're going to vote. If they have a D next to their name, you can tell how they're going to vote. It doesn't well, that's my point, because once you do the two-party system and you have these clear defined of what you're going to vote for kind of bullshit, mm-hmm. your thought process is gone. You yeah. don't actually have to think about the subject at all. No, you know what you but have to you do? But if you had individuals you game. that actually had... Uh, scientific facts that actually had to debate for real and came and drew conclusions based on the best evidence that we have of what would better our country, then people would have to fucking think. Otherwise, there's no point in voting. If you, if you don't understand it, you'd have to understand the actual issue instead of just saying, well, I'm not for abortion because it's murder. Well, okay, that's great. Why? Well, because the what? Bible says, well, why exactly is it murder? Tell me exactly. Well, because it's like a baby and stuff. No, it's not. Right. You know, so. Well, see, people don't look at scientific. You actually like have to engage the problem instead of just like you're for it or against it. Right. It's either yes or no. But that's the thing is people don't want to do that. They want to just vote for their. That's what we fucking should bullshit. fucking do. Education has to be. See, I think there's a lot of. The, Obviously, education is huge. And by the way, I think one of the greatest things I've ever heard anyone say was when Obama was like asked about uh, how he's going to control the gun problem. He said education. <laughs> I mean, that is that is Just make true. people really smart, and then they don't do dumb things. And when <laughs> guns are involved, typically those guns don't go off because you're smart, not stupid, and blowing your dick off. I was going to say, <laughs> shoot, <laughs> shoot your penis <laughs> off, which was uh, a rash of that going around, so be careful, people. Yeah. But, you know, that's... And honestly, like... I think that step is the first step to fixing a lot of this is just funding education because I think what the two-party system does is it tailors to Americans. Whether you like that thought or not, whether you really want to think Americans are that stupid or they don't... Oh, no, we're fucking retarded. That's why that's there. That's there because people like it. People like to go, well, you guys are fucking douchebag Republicans, so I'm going to vote liberal. And people like to go, you're going to hell, you fucking liberal cunt bag. I'm going to vote Republican. You know what, though? I'll kind of disagree with you. I don't know if it's people like that. I think the people in charge like that. Because like we said, you know, if you oh, have... Oh, yeah, if they you love have making a squabble over petty shit while they reap all the benefits and exactly. get rich. I mean, they don't want a third-party candidate. That's what I was saying. With the presidential, the way the system's set with the Electoral College, the, the, the finance and everything... it. There's just no way you can have a third party, a viable third party candidate. And that's what the two party system wants. I mean, it's like anytime you do have one, it's halfway legit. 
they have to fight and scratch and claw to try to even get into the debates. Then they make it impossible. Well, you have to be polling this high and you have to have this and you have to have, they make all these and it's the two parties in charge that are making the restrictions on those people to even that they have to meet. Oh yeah. To even be able to get into the debate or something. I mean, the way that I look at it is they're, they're essentially like two families of the mob. Like, yeah, you know, they bicker and squabble here and there and then they have their territories and all that shit. But when it comes down to it, they still sit at the table and drink and have fun together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and they're play, still getting rich. Play golf. They don't really give a fuck. And they that's the care. other thing about that party, too, that uh, when we're talking about the poor squabble over the issues and then the rich layer of that, they don't squabble over that. They just go, oh, hell no. Who's going to pay us money again? Because that's who we're going to go and finance. The it. only thing they care and about see, it becomes is a numbers game. It becomes how much they're going to get taxed, if they can somehow help their friends out get richer. Yeah. <laughs> like, they don't... Yeah, as far as like the petty issues, it's just like yeah, whatever. They don't give a shit about abortion. Oh, it doesn't affect no. them. They don't give a shit about homosexuality. It doesn't affect them. They don't give a shit about how to spend your money in the economy. They don't give a shit about no. how to fix it. The only reason why they do talk policy. about it is because they know it riles up yep. the low-level troops, and they want to try and like get as much headline as, as they possibly can, and you know tailor to their demographic, as which exactly explains the is. Ramadan. Dead, whatever the fuck that guy said, I can't remember <laughs> his fucking name. That's uh, that I guess he was a senator. Was he a senator? I don't know what he turned. The guy to say. that like led the anti-Muslim rally. God damn it! What was his name? It was like Paul something. I don't know. You don't know what I'm talking about? I'm drawing a blank, dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I probably know. I probably know what you're, probably know what you're talking. It was about. your audio. Oh, that fucking dude. Um, oh god damn it! Where is he? Was he the Tennessee rap? Sure. I think he was from Tennessee. I can't remember his name. He was either from Tennessee, Kentucky. Texas, Georgia, <laughs> no, you're right. Mississippi, Louisiana, you're right. It was either t- it, was, it either was one of those states. It was either Tennessee or Kentucky. It was one of those states. It's borderline. There's something fucking insane. Yeah, the nice way to put it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but you know that's <laughs> Poor one of the things that, that you learn Kentucky. when you like go through speech class and stuff is you'll tailor to your audience, and that's kind of the point. Is like the reason that they stay rich and the reason that they are in that position is because they do that all the time. They are completely supported in their communities. That's the sad fucking fact. And that's, you know, that's either party. But that guy right there that literally screamed racism in the entire time, mm-hmm. he is com- 100% supported in his state. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's also why I'm against the two-party system. I don't think we should have the two-party system at all is because I don't want there to just be like a subtle shift. I want to fucking right shake the foundation and make everybody go, whoa, what the, what the fuck? Know, you want, what the you fuck? want the fall of civilization too, but... No, yeah. no, no. I don't want that at all. Mm-hmm. I don't want civilization to fall. Why would okay. I want that? I don't know, dick face. Oh. I don't know why I'm hurling insults at you. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Well, like I said, I think, like we said, money <laughs> is a big thing. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> things that could happen <laughs> at the top levels, money, the electoral college got to go. And if you want to start adding on additional, you know, parties, I think that's the way to go. I think it needs to expand. See, I like Eric's idea and I like your idea and it's kind of hard to choose. Cause well, like, the problem with your idea, Eric's big picture. I'm trying to think of small steps. Like what can you do in the interim? I think first thing, take money out, you know, let's get rid of like citizens United. I know that's, I know I said it's a small step. That's never going to fucking that's happen. That's like the monumental. I was about to say that. That's actually like, but well, I mean, things you said that it would solve 90% of the problem. That's why, because it's 90% of the issue yeah. and it's, it's but one I, of the most, but I mean, just things, if you say them, it's like, it's a reasonable, like, okay, we'll we'll take, funding or cut back on what donations how much people can make just something small like that take out citizens united get rid of that that's the worst fucking law it's ever you know the supreme court's ever done uh get rid of that drop the electoral college like i said that just that's apathy if you live in new york and you're a conservative 
what's the fucking point of voting during a presidential election? I mean, it's a fucking blue state. It's going to go. It's like living here in Texas. It's like, what's the fucking point of voting? But if it's popular vote, if it's actually one fucking vote counts for a person, I think more people vote that way. If you have, you know, additional parties, let's say even if we had a four-party system, like I said, you have your left, your right, and you have like a left center, right center. I think then it opens up for independent-minded people who maybe are more fiscally conservative but have more social liberalism than, you know, maybe they'd be by the way, go with the that, right that seems to be my generation's, like, Republican Party. Very socially democratic. Like, from everybody that I've talked to... Your generation? You mean the one now? Yeah. This is the most extreme fucking right-wing goddamn party we've ever Not had. my generation. How many of them oh, you are mean, my Oh, you mean your age? Yeah, how many people Oh, yeah, I'm talking about the assholes and running like the show. The people that I can see now, they're more... Li- like, most of the Republicans being raised now are way more libertarian. So yeah. I think that's going to start coming Yeah, you're right. Further. They're definitely more social left, more accepting of, like, gay rights, m- marijuana, like we've talked about that plenty today. At the well, according to that jackass on NPR, just wait till they turn 40, and then they're going to s- flip that switch yeah. and go against Then the they're going to hate f- <laughs> hate gays and minorities and not give a shit. <laughs> Fucking food stamps. Because they'll have a... a better grasp on uh, life and family values yeah. <laughs> after they've been sure. after they've had a couple kids and been divorced and had alcohol problems and stuff fuck it hate everybody but it, i mean other things that you get with a two-party system is you get um the uh belittling and the segregation of certain sects of society like looking at uh you know what the republicans were able to pull getting rid of the uh, uh voting rights act and mm. now they're dividing up their uh, little areas to where only their party is essentially going to get elected in. So, and it and it's funny because all the states that were under the Voting Rights Act are all changing yep. <laughs> their voting rights. All the, all the they're really redistricting. Hardcore right ones are. They're changing. Uh, you know, they're doing the voter IDs and all that shit. They're like they're going hardcore. So it's everything that the Voting Rights Act was trying to protect is going on right now because they got rid of it. The- so they've completely exiled a complete group of people and made it to where it's impossible for their voice to be heard because of the two-party system. I have some stuff on that. I kind of want to go in. That's another thing I was going to say. Now, this is where local level kills you with the two-party system, where if you had multiple parties in charge, then they wouldn't be able to do that redistricting with the whole gerrymandering thing. If you had multiple parties, then one party couldn't take control and have the majority to be able to pull this shit where they redistrict. And this is pretty interesting. I pulled this stuff off. Um the conservative, not the Republicans, of course, but conservatives, you know, that help fund them, uh, put together a thing called the Redistricting Majority Project. And this is all about the gerrymandering stuff. Um, this is something they used in 2012. It said um, Obama was, uh, he w- when he was elected, he earned almost three and a half more million votes overall, right? Uh, congressional Democrats drew 1.4 more million votes than Republicans. In congressional races. However, the Republicans won 234 seats compared to 201 for the Democrats, even though the Democrats had a million and a half more votes almost. Um, they said basically, you know, pumping in, you know, all this money into the legislatures and stuff, getting the Republicans to win these small seats and the, to take over the state houses. Um, Arizona, Michigan, uh, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Texas, Florida, Ohio, all of them, they redo the districting. And I thought this was really interesting. They um, decided to pull off of um, they took kind of an average of in the districts in these certain states, like for every one Republican vote. This is how many Democrat votes they needed to win a house Um, in Florida. You needed one and a half votes as a Democrat 
to equal the one vote in a Republican district in order to win it, the way they redrew the lines. Wisconsin, it was one and a half. In Pennsylvania, it's two and a half. Two and a half in Ohio, two and a half in Virginia, over three votes in North Carolina. For instance, in North Carolina, statewide, um, Obama won the state 51% to 49. So it's pretty even. But in the House races, Republicans took nine seats. Democrats only got four because of the way that they're redrawing it. So it's like, you know, that's a two-party system failure right there because, like I said, if you have multiple parties, they can't do this. But you get one party, and they put their money into Or if they have no party. Yeah. The oh. thing you're assuming, though, <laughs> is that the populations are also semi-equal. One of the one of the issues, I think, with America now is we're very split. Like, we're half Democrat and we're half Republican. So if you had four parties in that and two of them are underpopulated, that doesn't help. Well, even still, like you said, if you're in North Carolina and it takes two and a half votes to equal one vote. A over three votes. It doesn't fine. matter what your population <laughs> is. If it's split down the middle, you're fucked, period. The other thing I'll say about... Even the, if it's completely dead even, with, you're screwed. And the reason I, I don't like the idea of having parties at all and why I kind of liked his idea about individualism. If you're an individual and you're not adherent to anything, guess what people have to do to figure out if they want to vote for you? Actually, learn the issues and what Find you're about. Your platform. And then you're really going to have chaos because you think people are going to do that. That's why, that's why I said that's why people, you know, like you said that. And I was well, like, here's I the thing. I mean. But here's the thing. You can be lied to like that because, the, like, like I said, just saying, if I wanted to run for office in Texas, yeah. I'm a complete liberal. I would run as a Republican because there's no there, – what the fuck else am I going to do? And yeah. It's just like um, legitimate artists. They, they have kind of like a credo where – and obviously it doesn't work with like the popular stuff, but um, a legitimate artist, they have kind of a creed where it's, you don't assume that your audience is stupid. Give them a chance to prove you wrong. You know, don't, don't just assume it. So, you, you know, if you're making a movie, you can put subtleties and you can put like just little hints. You don't have to just blatantly say what it's about. You know, you can let the audience figure it out. You just have to give them that chance and that opportunity. If you don't give it to them, of course they're not going to fucking worry about it. You know, if you're going to give them Transformers, giant robots chasing down Shia LaBeouf, yeah, they're not going to look too deep into shit. That but should tell you, you something about the culture too, Eric. Look what? At, look at, like, movies that we've made and look at music we're making now, right? Just forms of entertainment. But once again, I don't know if it's necessarily that the majority is stupid or is that or it's that we are dumbing down the majority. You know what I'm saying? Like I know if what you're we talking gave about. them the opportunity to actually think, maybe they'd a- actually might start thinking. But I we know. don't do that. Instead, I, we just I still shovel like fucking Pizza you know Hut in their re- mouths. And I know. You know how you fix that, though? You fund education. Well, that's not happening, that that's, dude. I know, so we I know. have to do it We're through other s- avenues. You know, I've, I've told you how much money they're slashing in the EMS ISD. Yeah, right? it's fucking it's ridiculous. It's like $14.5 And it's like yeah. every year it keeps getting a little bit closer to this 14 Because they don't care. They actually like in the, the two-party system. They love stupid people. Yeah, They fucking they, love it. Because they, then they're able choices. to tell them whatever. And then they're able to, you know, pretty much mask the real problems. And give them these little puppetry ideas and say, oh, yeah, fight over this bullshit. They fucking love stupid people. So why would they fund education at all? So we have to do it through other avenues. Well, we did that when they were doing the um, shit for the textbooks and stuff here in Texas. And they were talking about they wanted to take there's too much critical thinking involved in our schools. And we needed to take some of that. Yeah, out. They, they don't were talking about that kind of shit. Intelligent thinking uh, people, they they don't want that at all. They they want dumb morons that are gonna fight over 
Jack see, and John getting married down the street. If you want my opinion on how that started, I think that the mass of people that are out there are just stupid. I think they're uneducated, and I think that if you're an artist trying to tailor to that, you can't be the deer hunter if you want to make money. You know, the, and that's sad because you would think that the, the people who should make money in that type of industry are the people that are the most artistic or, you know, do something that's a little bit ground. Like, he's groundbreaking. He has groundbreaking material. I've never heard a band like them since these come out. Yeah. Certainly at a level of, you know, any sort of national-based band, no one does the things they do. They kind of do stuff like that. But if it's like, we're going to add an orchestra to the band, they keep it to, like, major scales and minor scales. Hey, man, they Metallica did it. They don't do anything... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do anything, you know, like there's not really an orchestra. Ba- like, Have you ever gone to the, a symphony orchestra? Yeah. And Okay, so you know that there's a difference between what Metallica did and what they do. Oh, yeah. There's a lot more subtlety. There's a lot less percussion, things like that. You don't have that anymore. And the reason you don't have that is because it doesn't sell. So part of that, you could argue it could be greed, but the other part is, man, people are just dumb. And that's why, like, the whole, like, two-party system thing to me is just... It's tailored for people to just know uh, immediately what you believe in. And that's and that's the problem is the first problem is it's kind of bullshit because of the redistricting thing and because like we're in, we're in Texas it doesn't mean shit what I vote. My vote doesn't mean anything because I don't agree with the sentiment that everyone else around me agrees with. The second thing that it is though and this is what happens and I'm sure all of us know, well politicians are liars, right? All politicians lie about stuff. Well what would I be if I vote if I ran as a Republican, if not a complete fucking bold-faced liar, right? But if I wanted to get elected, that's what I would have to do because I, w- I live in Texas. Oh, yeah, you'd and have I can't, to. I can't scream my true color. I can't say how I feel. I have to give you a label, and then you make up your own mind about how I believe. Well, that's how some—well, hell, Rick Perry, that's what he did. He used to be a Democrat, and then when he saw it turning red, he now he's like the most fucking conservative governor. I, this is pretty good. You bring up Texas. Now, this is great for us living here. Our um, attorney general, Greg Abbott, who is most likely going to be the next governor of our state, who's a real fucking cocksucker. I want to add that in. And he is in a wheelchair, too, so you might see him working at Walmart in his later years at 3 in the morning. <laughs> They're bogs. He nah, he, he's getting in the higher-ups of government. He's set for life, dude. Oh, he'll be okay. Yeah, they give them health insurance. But uh, he's so brazen about what they've been doing with the you know, with the redistrict and everything here. Um, he's been kind of bragging about it. And there was a brief that he filed last month. And it was pretty funny. And it there's a statement. It says, in 2000, this is his quote, in 2011, both houses of the Texas legislature were controlled by large Republican majorities, and their redistricting decisions were designed to increase the Republican Party's electoral prospects at the expense of the Democrats. And he's just like fucking straight up. Because someone said something to him about it being racial. He's, no, it's not about being racist or anything. It's, we're just trying to fuck the Democrats over. We just want to take as many houses as we can. There's actually... They've tried to take it to the Supreme Court on this, and because, you know, it's, we've got a conservative Supreme Court, which is another bad thing about having a two-party system and allowing them to pick our damn justices. Um, like, Kennedy's like that swing vote guy, you know? And they brought this before, and he has always went against saying, you know, that they would flip it where they would not allow him to do this redistricting because of, you know, the laws. Because there's, some, there's something, there's one of the articles, I can't remember which one it is, but he ruled on a case once, and he said that, Basically in it that if they were brazen about coming out and saying that we are, you know, changing the districting because strictly to exclude someone because of a belief or 
you know, race or even a, on a party measure. I mean, he brought in that much, then they would go back and look at it. And here's the fucking attorney general of Texas, you know, coming straight out saying, yeah, well, this is what we're doing. We're trying to exclude these this other party and these people, and they'll never do anything about it. It's like, here's clear evidence, asshole. He's got it right here in this brief and writing. They'll never do shit about it. Of course not. So, I mean, you're going to have that, and Arizona's redoing their fucking lines now and everything, and I think uh, Florida is supposed to be redoing some. It's They just keep, it just gets worse Everybody and does worse that. and worse. Each party does that, too. But they used to not. You know, it used to be the only time they do uh, the redistricting was when they had the census. Like, we do the census every 10 years. When the census would come out, they'd redraw the lines according to the census. So it would be, you know, e- spread out equally. But now it's like every couple years, these, the you know, the Republicans take control of the House. They've done this all over. Anytime they take control of a state house, the first thing they do is start redrawing the districts or closing down abortion clinics. It's like one or the other. It's like, what are we going to do first? Take women's rights away? Yeah, redistrict and screw the minorities. Uh-uh. <laughs> Which one? We'll figure it out. I don't know. I I don't think anything's gonna get better. It's never gonna change. But like I said, you take money out. It could not unless we make it. It could, but it would require two things. It would require the public getting union or not unionized, but organized together, and education. You can't stop a mob of millions of people. Okay. You just can't. You're telling people that they're gonna have to get motivated, and get off their asses. That's not gonna happen. And get educated. And yeah, then you're telling them they're going to have to learn something. That's I'm not, I'm not saying happen. that it's hopeful. I'm just saying it's possible. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. No, I just think it's very... Um, Again, let's end the show. Give up hope. I think it's <laughs> selfish of people to not care. Yes. To just live well, their mundane life. Um, and not to get too philosophical about it, but I think it ultimately boils down to the fact that most of these people believe in an afterlife, so they don't really give a shit about what goes on right now. You kidding me, dude? YOLO. Um, <laughs> I think no, if people understood that, that so we much. only have this and this is all we got. God damn it. He literally just said YOLO. Dude, I put that on. I didn't literally say that. I put that I on our tweets all the time different. at the end. Hashtag YOLO. <laughs> YOLO. But seriously, <laughs> if you knew that your time on this planet was finite and that there was nothing else beyond it, you know, maybe you might give a shit more about what goes on around you. Just maybe. Maybe. I, just I would thought. think that well, I, still, I still hate the you only live once attitude because a lot of people take that to just do like stupid shit to themselves and others. And well, no, no, no. I, the way that I look at that is more or less, I mean, try to get as much as I can done as fast as I can. Uh, and not only that, but, you know, treat people differently. Treat them like fucking people. Uh, treat the environment around me a little bit better because um, there's somebody that's coming in behind me that's going to have to deal with whatever I've done. Right. Don't leave them a mess. Like Eric, he's so conscious, you know, of saving the planet. Like he doesn't use his toilet because of the fucking couple gallons that are wasted. So he just goes out. I do want to get one of those low flow toilets. Fucking digs holes behind the bushes and fucking drops trowel and does his business. I asked my apartment complex and they said no. <laughs> They said no to the low flow toilet. I, you gonna pay for it? Uh, well, no. Hell no. <laughs> not unless I can take it with me whenever no. I move. We're not gonna do that. Thing. <laughs> oh, okay. My bad. Hmm. Do you hmm. got any words of wisdom to send us off on? Or Stop we got stop making excuses and say what you mean. It's terrible. It's fucking just awful. You know, I had someone <laughs> say to me this week. They're like. You know, I listen to the podcast and stuff, and it's okay, but, you know, you guys, 
and you kind of bash religion too much and you're too much on Christians and this and that. And, you know, what's even the point? I'm like, I go, to be honest with you. What's the point of bashing the religion? Or just like our whole podcast in general. Like, yeah, you bitch about politics, you bitch about this, bitch. It's like, that's kind of what we do. I mean, I know we've been told before that we're kind of a downer a little bit, but hey, man, we can't help it, dude. Boggs doesn't want to fucking play guitar and liven it up. This is what you get. <laughs> but, you know, you know, I told him, I said, it's not that we're bashing Christianity and stuff so much. It's just easy because we do, I, I mean, at least from my perspective, you know, as I always say, this show is, it's mostly, I'd say, a political show, but then we always hit on religion too. And the problem is they intermingle way too much. And in this country, it's a Christian majority country when it comes to religion. So it just, that's how it's going to come off, you know. We bash you know, Christianity, when it affects policies that affect our lives or fuck up things that we know that could be fixed in this country. Like, you know, you're talking about people play ignorance or something. It's like global warming. Well, you know, fuck it. I'm going to heaven afterwards. So fuck this planet. You know, let's just keep putting up oil wells. Let's let BP drill some more fucking oil wells in the Gulf. A lot of the time, too, this affects education. And that's, that's the thing that pisses me off the most exactly. is when they say things like, we can't teach evolution in schools. Oh, like, why? Why well, can't you it's, teach it's this thing? They're like, it's just God. a theory. And you're like, are you serious? Do you have any fucking clue how hard it is to get a theory? That means that there's nothing that's refuted this. Yep. And then their whole response to it's been refuted because the Bible told me that <laughs> it ain't true. Um, I, I saw a little post that the American Atheists put on their uh, Facebook page. And it had a picture of a sign outside a church that said evolution is a lie. And so somebody printed up a, on a sheet of paper and taped it on their little board. And it said, okay, write it down, get it peer reviewed, collect your Nobel Prize. Yeah, <laughs> no shit. <laughs> I said something on the Facebook. Don't like just that. fucking say statements. You actually have to back it up with facts, you fucking morons. Yeah. You know what, that's the other thing, that. too, is like science is not a widely studied thing. And uh, you'd think it'd be like, well, wait, 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 wait. Everybody well, yeah, but school. science is benign. Like, they don't, it's not an agenda. There's nothing behind no, it. It's, there's not. They're just trying to figure out the world around us. That's it. A lot of times, too, it's, it's literally curiosity. You know how they come up with experiments? Someone had an idea. Yeah. They, That's they it. thought Someone that was it like, might be, this might be doing this because of this. Yeah. Have you ever, you've seen I fucking love science posts, right? Yeah. One of my favorites is, uh, this guy says, uh, the most widely accepted and greatest statement ever made in science is not Eureka. It's that's funny. <laughs> right. Because so much of so much <laughs> of our invention, so much of our tech has come from mistakes. Yeah. They have no idea. They just go in with the intentions of something and then something else happens. Viagra. And they're like, huh, that's funny. Viagra, for instance. Mm. Um, that was not intended I to don't, be that. I mean, I could see how our show could be a downer sometimes. But I don't really see it at that. Most I see it more or less like we we see the problems. We see the injustices of the world. And we know that what we're doing is wrong. And we're just aiming to try and educate and help people understand that what we're doing is wrong. Well, hell, ourselves just as much. I mean, I like you know, kind of researching these things. Like, everybody's got an opinion, you know. It's like, well, I this is what I think about, you know, legalization of marijuana or whatever. But then we do a show on it, and you study up, and you learn the facts, and you learn, wow, my God, this many people go to prison every year, and, and most of them are, you know, this percentage is minorities, and this is... You start learning all this other stuff when you dig into these topics. So I think it's interesting. I mean, it might not always be the way we present it, but I think, you know, we float some ideas out there, and if people are interested, they can go look up the additional information themselves, and, you know, and they could challenge us. I... You know, I'd love it to get challenged on stuff. Yeah. Could I, we clean up the show? 
Yeah. <laughs> what, take out the cussing? You got yelled take at for that. Person. Could could we make it more uh, user-friendly? Uh, Probably. Can you, can you stop saying fucking cunt so much? It offends me. <laughs> um, but, I mean... I think we've talked about word usage as well on here, too. We don't... There's not a moral attachment to that. If you think it's vulgar, that's fine. But this is a... You know, basically a social media outlet and that's three idiots sitting around bullshit and talking about the problems of the world. That's all it is. <laughs> you know, I don't claim to be a genius or know any of this shit. Like I said, I look up half the stuff before we do it, so I have an idea and I go from there. I would say though that most of the information we present is completely researchable, and we found out like you know the whole abortion episode. Go back and listen to all the facts that you can find on there. I mean, those numbers are probably wrong as of, as of this year, because that was last year, wasn't it? Are you talking about the statistics and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, th- numbers those numbers are, are always going to change, but, I mean... But they're close. Yeah. yeah. We'll give you an estimate. Like, some of the things, for instance, like the welfare fraud. When you when you when we, you know, go back and listen to the... Shut your fucking mouth, you just fucking Just get your fucking douche. mouth on the mic. Go on back on, and listen to on the that note, just real quick, I do find it kind of... I'm interested to see what's going to happen in Texas in, like, 18 years. When see the crime rates. Oh, are you talking about because oh, of the drug testing? No, 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 no. Because, because they the uh, closed thing? like a shitload of abortion clinics. Oh. There's only like five in Texas now. Oh, like that huh. Freakonomics thing? Yeah. So I'm I'm curious to see what the crime rate's going to be like. Higher. In about 18 years. That's that's heavily. That's not a caused relationship. They haven't really proven a causality because you can't. But it's very heavily correlated, and it's probably true. Well, because most of the people that get abortions are. Making poor. ten grand a year and poor, <laughs> and they—you're literally brewing criminal activity. When That's you, what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's—I'm really curious to see. And then all these fucking Republicans are gonna be like, "Glad we got our guns. <laughs> <laughs> we get a chance to use them now." Fucking assholes. The other thing I was gonna say about that is the uh, drug testing policy is gonna be kind of a crucial thing later, and that might actually happen immediately in terms of crime rates. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, Mike? Uh. Uh-uh. They, uh, yeah, it's a mandatory drug test to uh, qualify for welfare in Texas. Oh, I think they had something like that in Florida. They pulled that shit where they did studies on it too, because you know it's like the governor and the Republicans in that state are like, oh well, of course, you know, if people need food stamps or welfare or whatever, it's because you know they're probably drug addicts and blah 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 and all the shit. So they started drug test them, and they found out that based on like you know just averages you know, for population in general, that the people coming in to get the food stamps actually tested positive at a lower rate than just on the <laughs> average. It's like, no shit, they can't afford fucking drugs, idiot. They can't even feed themselves. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. More to that, though. Let's suppose that you're a drug addict and you're trying to get food stamps and then they deny you any benefit at all. Mm-hmm. What are you now? You're a drug addict who's very desperate and has nothing else to do but rate a home. Raid a it's a coup, store. man. And those people that are probably putting those laws probably have some kind of ties to uh, private uh, jails. Oh no, shit! That's a big one. Or have stock in those. Just the worst, man. Publicly traded private prisons. So they put in laws that put them, force them into positions where they're going to do illegal acts, and then imprison them <laughs> for money. <laughs> Under the guise that it was your choice. It's a fucking coup, man. Under the guise that it was your choice. <laughs> and we've really gone off the fucking rails here, yeah, yeah. haven't we? Not really, because a lot of this is derived from like the two party system's the same way, dude. It's all incentive based. You, if you could tie this fucker up in a knot, I want to <laughs> hear it. <laughs> I'm just saying that. Look at everything we've done in this country has revolved around how to make yourself more rich, and that comes at the price or Not cost me. or 
I guess for some evil some bitch up there benefit of putting other people down. Hence, no education. That's I. You just you fucking completely failed at that. You did not pull that together with the two party system at all. I actually I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. It's like the fucking randings of a lunatic over there. Um, all right, I think that's a good way to wrap up the <laughs> show right there. Actually, I have one thing Ranting I'd like to wrap it up God on. damn it. I had, no, because someone told me the other day, like, how do you know there's not a God? How do you know there's not a God? I said, well, how do you know there's not fucking invisible unicorns? I go, if you can prove to me that there's uh, invisible unicorns, you can use that same fucking method and prove there's a God to me. And like, Who the fuck were you talking that's to? That's fucking stupid. Like, no, it's not stupid. Like, that's it's the truth. It's like, well, you prove that there's fucking uni- invisible unicorns. I'll write a I'll, I'll write a book about invisible unicorns and reference that as a document yeah. as proof of invisible tell, unicorns. Tell me how you found them, <laughs> and I'll use that same method, and I'll find your invisible god for you. My problem with so you said so work on that. Find some fucking unicorns for me, people. Wow, what a non-thinker. Um, <laughs> how do you are you stumped? <laughs> fucking blew your mind. I don't know didn't about I? stumped, but at a loss for words mind, is a better one. Bitch. No, you know one of the things that I took to heart when I was, uh, I guess, not being a Christian anymore, denouncing my faith, Christ. was, I mean, I would just kind of think about, like, uh, okay, so, like, this started happening when I was, like, a freshman to sophomore in college, and I'm in the psych, de- fuck you, asshole, I'm in the psych department, and, you know, like, you, have you ever, you, I'm sure you were in class when they did the scientific research, or the scientific method, and they go, go through all that? Yeah. Well, when you get to college, that's expanded upon, right? Mm-hmm. And everything that you could possibly think about in science is literally like if you can't prove it and if it can't be tested, it's not science. Yes. Yeah. So, and that's why a lot of it's benign, right? Because they don't give it, like, there's no, is there a God answer in science? So no, much you of can't what, test it. So much of what we've found, though, is very contrary to what the Bible is saying. Even to hypothesize a God, it fails in every aspect. You can't test it. Every science—I'm saying hypothesize, not just testing, but what, even in— Hypothesize what, though? You but can't even test in the sim- That's what I'm saying. Like, you put it up against every single hypothesis test there is, it fails miserably. Well, there's nothing to hypothesize about. It's completely conjecture. And that's the thing. is like, when you start thinking about stuff scientifically or when you start putting pieces together, like, like when I was, when I was a Christian— well, have you ever read like that book questions. that I gave you? Or did I give you that book? I've got it still. <laughs> He's got a couple of my books, too. I've got I do a r- have a couple of his books. I've got it at home. It's uh, It looks real nice. They're not moving anywhere the either because uh, they're in a storage unit and it's community property and I can't touch it right oh now. But God anyway, we'll get to that later. Oh um, no. But, yeah, one of the things that I would do is, like, ask my grandfather questions and he would, like, go through all of his biblical sh- shit and what he believes and stuff. And it is shocking how unscientifically based a lot of that is and how not proven it is. And then on top of that, just looking at history books and thinking to yourself, why did they burn copies of books that they were, like, studying or reading over to compile the Bible? Some of it made the Bible. Some of it was back on the shelf. And other copies were burned. And, uh, you know, as a scientific mind, I thought to myself, what are all the possibilities of someone burning a book? Roast marshmallows. That's one. Cold. They were cold. They were yeah. cold. <laughs> they were like, Fuck this. This book sucks anyway. We're going to have to heat up. <laughs> this is the most boring shit Look, ever. Look, I know this has Jesus from like adolescence to adulthood, but let's just fucking burn this <laughs> shit. We don't need it. <laughs> or. All we got him is being born and 33. We're good. Right. Or you're hiding something. 
yeah, I think that's more more <laughs> the me, truth. To me, that's the, the one of the most staunch pieces of evidence that I have is that because there's so much that they didn't tell me and obviously didn't want to tell me that I don't know what to really believe about what they did tell me. Because at that point, I can't really trust your honesty. Well, it, it's hard to get people to believe things when you tell them all the facts about something that's complete bullshit. <laughs> and then there's that. It's almost impossible. <laughs> the way the Catholic Church but operated. if you're able to present it in a nice little package that you have structured, mm-hmm. it's much easier to sell. Invisible unicorn. Much easier. So, plus, I mean, shit. Have you looked around you and just thought to yourself, God, people are fucking retarded. Okay. We need to end <laughs> the show already. <laughs> but if you, if you want to find those people, go to Walmart at 2 in the morning. Everybody's tuned out by now. It doesn't fucking matter. Anyway. It's possible. I tuned out about 15 minutes ago. Um, all right, folks. You, make sure to go to our website, intellectualsaviors.com, if you want to stop shop for everything. Yes. That is us. Download I mean, us on iTunes. Like us on the Facebook. No, just go to the fucking website. It's got everything there. If you want the uh, government to see your emails, email us. Just, Intelsavers at Gmail. Just go to the fucking website. That's all you need to do. God damn it. You can also find us on Podbean. We're not on Instagram <sighs> or Pinterest yet, but you can find us on those sometime in yeah. the future, I'm sure. Make sure to listen to our buddies, the Digital Frustrations. They always plug us, and I always fucking forget to plug them. Oh, they plug us hard. Oh, well, yeah, they do. Makes mm. me randy. Oh, Justin. <laughs> All right, called folks. them out by name. Hope you enjoyed this uh, guitarless, bogs-filled episode. Oh, yes. All right, peace. Yellow bitches. <laughs>